Excuse me, guys. Would, would you mind if I was to ask you a 10-second question for a podcast? Sure. Um, what is an open relationship? I don't know. Uh, uh, to be honest, I don't actually know too much about them. There's over 5,000 different species of mammals on this planet but only 4% of them are monogamous. So why does almost every human strive for and fail miserably at monogamy? If the monogamy odds are so stacked against us, shouldn't we just open this shit up? That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Christy and welcome to Opened, one woman's hashtag journey to understand what it truly means to be in a successful open relationship. I need your support to feel like, even if that's not something that you need, that if it's something that I need, that that that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, it doesn't have to be the same. You're, like, actively stepping into something that to a lot of society is just, like, deplorable. It's going to bring up the deepest, darkest parts of yourself and lots of trauma. I just kind of, like fell to my knees on the ground just then and like started howl crying like <laughs> if you really love someone why would you want to limit them from doing something that makes them happy uh, lock up your sons and daughters <laughs> honestly i am really horny <laughs> i'm ready to lift the curtain and share the nitty gritty details of what it means to open your heart your mind and your legs like never before whose idea is this podcast again fuck me <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, just cut your chest open and put a mic in front of it and see what happens. This is Opened. What is an open relationship? It seems like a relatively easy question until you actually need to answer it. Whilst most of us have heard about open relationships and get the general gist, what that actually means in real-life terms seems to be another question altogether. Um, an open relationship is where... Um, um... It's accepted that you'll see or sleep with other people outside of your pairing. You have, have plenty of partners. Yes. Uh, that, that you don't object to, the, to your partner having other partners. Well, you just uh, with other people, right? You're not just with one person. Yeah. You see lots of other people. Yeah. It's a relationship where there are open boundaries and... They're free to do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, You're free to see multiple. It's not monogamous. Yeah, there's no limit. I mean, not, no boundary on, on who you're with and you... Actually, I don't know. It's open to whoever comes and goes. They're not threatened by someone having sex with a stranger. You <laughs> <laughs> <be> a stranger. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. What is an open relationship? Bad idea. Seems like a bad idea. It seems that so many of us find the concept of open relationships intriguing, but simultaneously terrifying. I mean, what's bubbling up for you now just thinking about open relationships? Let's try a little exercise for a hot minute. If you've got a partner, think about them right now. And if you don't have a partner... Think about a future one. Now think about that partner being with someone else, another person, at the same time as being with you. Now think of your partner kissing that someone else. 
sleeping with that someone else, maybe even being in love with that someone else. Now, how does that make you feel? It's hecka's where your mind goes. And it's equally hectic that an, an imaginary scenario can challenge us to our core in the most deeply unsettling way. Sometimes it's on a bodily level that you can't even really control where your heart beats faster, your stomach feels sick, and you can't stop making this like sound while shaking your head so that the thought of someone that you love with someone else falls straight out of it. There's a saying that everything in life can be boiled down to just two choices, fear or love. And assuming that you weren't loving that idea sick, it's got to be fear, right? What would be your biggest fear of being in an open relationship? Um, My biggest fear in an open relationship would probably be not being the favourite. I like the idea of me being able to sleep with whoever I want. Or not knowing whether you're in it more than they are. But if I have feelings for someone, then I don't want them sleeping with anyone else. I guess the fear of um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that if you're opening things up, like things feel good on paper, but then in, in action, if it doesn't work out the way you imagine it to, then have you potentially caused damage to something that wasn't damaged in the first place? The person you're in a relationship with leaving because I've had a taste of something better. Then I'd get hurt. I suppose if you had certain agreements with your partner and then one of the partners stepped outside of whatever those parameters were. My biggest fear would be people finding out and judging me for it. If I were to let my partner or my partner was wanting to go and sleep with somebody else or have an emotional connection with somebody else, um, it would kind of yeah leave me feeling a bit hurt because I guess then you're always wondering what they're not getting from you and why you're not enough. Not enough, not being the favourite, not being desirable, attractive, funny, sexy or intelligent enough. They're all fears that a lot of us, even in monogamous relationships have, where every now and then we question our self-worth, our desirability, and we get scared that our partner might look at us and start to do the same thing. When we're armed with this fear, we're familiar with it there's an ability to place a distance between us and the scary thing, which in this case is an open relationship. I'm a visual person, so bear with my analogy here. Imagine there's a box drawn around normal relationships that most of us feel pretty safe living in. And when I say normal relationships, I mean the ones that go from dating to exclusivity to living together to marriage and kids, blah, blah. Inside this normal relationship, it's familiar. It's warm, it has cute, reasonably priced homewares like the fake lounge rooms at Ikea, and inside the confines of this make-believe, storage-friendly, Swedish-designed square, the rules of how to do a relationship are so clear and so understood that we never even really need to talk about them, not even with someone that we've literally just met. Stop and think about that for a second. If we're into someone and they're into us too, there's often this unspoken agreement that being monogamous is the end goal. And even if you never even speak about it, it can still be like a real given. You complete me. We're told that being monogamous is the way us humans prove the legitimacy of our feelings to each other. Society says 
If they're not ready to settle down and stop playing the field and make a commitment that it's you and only you, that this can only spell one thing. Oh boy, he's just not that into you. But what if the monogamy metrics are only one way of measurement? And beyond that, what if monogamy is only one style of relationship? What if there are other types of relationships? Excuse me, would you mind if I asked you a question for a podcast that I'm recording on, on yeah. different types of relationships? Yeah. Um, what types of relationships have you been in? Um, had some good ones, had some bad ones. But in terms of the style of relationship, what style of relationship would all of those experiences have been? What do you mean by style? I think this person speaks on behalf of a lot of us, including me up until really quite recently. Most of us see relationships as a static, definable set of rules that we subscribe to. We're either in or we're out. We're monogamous or we're single. It's black or it's white. But have you ever considered that it's possible to be grey or, God forbid, red or yellow or any other colour of the fucking rainbow? We live in a time in history where we are overwhelmed with choice. Just opening up your Netflix account and looking for something to watch will prove that point. So then why does it feel like there's zero choice in the relationship game? There are more ways to have your coffee than there are ways to be in a relationship. But when are we ever given information about different types of relationships? Actually, have you ever even considered that? Wait, hold, hold, hold up. There are different types of relationships? Yeah, there definitely are. And all of them can work. If there's a relationship style that you can imagine, it's pretty safe bet that someone, someone somewhere is in that relationship. Uh, whether it's the strictest monogamy or the wildest party sex you can imagine. Um, if it works for the people in it, then it works. Uh, some of the ones you see more frequently are uh, people who are in a primary relationship who have outside partners, either just for occasional dates or as ongoing people that they see. Um, sometimes they might have someone that they see together or they might have separate people that they see. Or they might be several people who are living under the same roof and in relationship with one another, uh, either in what's called a um, a hub relationship where everybody is with everybody else or with more of a V relationship where there are two people who are both into one person um, but not into each other. Um, there would be like fuck buddy circles where you have a lot of people that you have whatever counts as sex for you with um, but that you're not looking at a long-term relationship with any of them except for a friendship relationship. Uh, there's any number of, of ways to make this work. Mind blown. That was Janet W. Hardy. She's one of the world's leading experts on alternative relationships, an internationally renowned educator, and an author of 11 books, including what's become a Bible in this space. It's called The Ethical Slut. More from Janet soon. But first, let's sit with this for a hot minute. We've been conditioned since the 1800s to believe one single storyline about human sexuality, that our basic biology just equals certain truths, ones that you can't argue with or have an opinion on because they just are. Finding a partner to mate with and share life with is hardwired into our DNA, right? It's science. You can't argue with science. 
Well, what if I told you that there's a ton of scientific evidence that actually begs to differ? That our species beginnings in hunter-gatherer societies where everything was shared from food to lovers throw so much shade over monogamy being in our human nature. We'll get to exploring that later in this series with experts that actually know what they're talking about. But for now, I feel like I might need to put forward a little disclaimer. This series is not a vendetta on monogamy. This is not a personal attack on the kinds of relationships that most of us all search for. You know, the ones I'm talking about. The relationships that go a little something like this. Meet the one. Fall in love. Expect them to satisfy every desire without ever having to vocalise what they are. Be mutually exclusive. If it's love, they'll never need or want anything that you can't provide. Get married. Have 2.5 kids. A white picket fence. Grow all together. Still be in love at 80. Till you both die simultaneously so you never have to be without your soulmate. Look, I know I sound like a cynical bitch, but I'm not saying that relationships like that don't exist. They do. 100%. I've seen them. And whilst Disney has a lot to answer for after brainwashing generations of children to believe that all happy endings look one particular way, maybe it should be up to us to question what happily ever after actually translates to in our own lives. Hey. Uh, how are you going? Yeah, all right. What are you doing? Uh, just a bit of editing. That's Raf, a guy I've been dating for a couple of months now. We've changed his name because, well, this is pretty intimate shit to be sharing with the world. What are you up to? Um, I was actually just fleshing out some of those ideas for that podcast idea um, that I was telling you about, the open relationships one. Oh, yeah. And... Um, Yeah, I am serious. I actually do want to do it. And you know how, I don't know, we kind of briefly spoke about this, about sharing like a personal experience. um, I've been doing a bit of research since I spoke to you about it and um, I've just found that there's like no, no podcast, no series on Netflix, there's no like web series on YouTube about people like entering into open relating like in the beginning stages. So I don't know. I just feel like I felt really excited and inspired when I realised there's nobody in this space and I just feel like, I don't know, it could be, could be like really cool to to share like entering into something like this and the conversations that we've kind of been having like for the first time and incorporating that into the podcast. So anyway. Hang on. So what, what do you need from me? Um... <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it sounds great, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm talking a lot, aren't I? Um, no, I just... Well, I, I guess I just wanted to know if you'd be interested in doing it and interested in sharing what our conversations are and, like, what our experience um, has been up to this point and is kind of um, moving forward. So being, being in the podcast, like our retelling our experiences, we open this up yeah not so much like even retelling it but like telling it in the moment so I think that's probably what makes it 
more full on, which is why I wanted to, before I kind of keep working on this anymore, um, is just to see if you'd be interested in in even sharing. Because if you're not, I totally respect that. And I know it's like, um, it's a pretty full on thing to share, like um, from your life as you're doing it. And maybe that's the reason, <laughs> maybe we'll find out, I don't know, like why other people haven't shared it in the beginning stages. And it's more of a, a post-reflection on like, this is how we figured things out. Because um, I'm assuming it would be pretty fucking tricky to like, I don't know, be dealing with feelings of like newness and like jealousy and dating other people at the same time. But like, I suppose from you, like a commitment to if you do um, want to do it with me, like really sharing the nitty gritty details and like really being open to, yeah, to open to doing that even when you kind of don't really want to, because I suppose that's like the whole point of the podcast. It's, it's going to be called opened. Yeah. Right. Uh, Sounds sounds pretty exposing. I know it's a lot, so I don't mean to like. No, no, I, I, I like like I said the other day. I, I think it's great. I'm interested in in it. Um, I just didn't realize that meant. Uh, okay, yeah, cool. Let me. Um, yeah, like I don't. <laughs> this feels like a job interview. Or something. Like I don't need like an and also like I said, so no dramas if you're like. No, because I could easily, you know, with your permission, kind of share our experiences and, you know, just kind of do it, share it myself and keep you anonymous and all that kind of stuff, um, but still share those kind of storylines. So, yeah, maybe just have a think about it and then, I don't know, we can chat about it more when um, I see. Yeah, yeah, that sounds sounds like a plan. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, I feel weird. <laughs> yeah, don't no, don't don't feel weird. Okay, I I support you on this. It sounds um, yeah, it's a lot, but yeah, I'm I'm like I'm in kind of. Let me just let's talk on Friday. Okay, okay, I'll see you then. Okay, bye. Just in case you didn't get the memo, that was me being generally awkward as fuck. <laughs> I think it's because I'm into him, like really into him. In fact, I'm so into him that I hung up from that phone call and conversation you just heard and I felt like I'd made a bit of a schmozzle of what I wanted to say. Listening back to that, I was cringing and I also realised that I didn't really explain myself or this podcast idea or what I'd actually need from him if he was to say yes to sharing in these episodes. So naturally, as soon as I hung up, I sent him a text. Lol, sorry. (laughs) That was a bit full on. I didn't mean to dump that on you. Zero pressure and actually totally understand if it's too much to share. Looking forward to seeing you Friday. Kiss, kiss. Don't be. All good. I'm into it. Let's do it. So what do we do now? Thank Christ. I just bought you a microphone. (laughs) Ha ha. I'll work on my podcast voice. Maybe I can bring my recording stuff around on Friday and we can record an initial chat for the first episode. Thoughts? Sure. Sounds like a plan. See you Friday. Phew, he's in. I'm excited. I mean, I'm always excited to see him. You know what it's like when you start hanging out with someone that you're really into? It's intoxicating. But knowing that he's up for sharing on this podcast, it makes me even more so. 
Raf and I have been having really deep, intellectual, beautiful conversations about being in an open relationship since we met. It's fascinating. I'm really into this idea of challenging what love and relationship looks like to me in my own life. But up until this point, it's really all it's been an idea. Neither of us have been in a fully fledged open relationship before. I mean, I've dated people where there was this unspoken agreement that we both dated other people at the same time, but we never had an open conversation about that fact. So I guess it's one thing to be into the concept of being in an open relationship, but another thing altogether to actually be in an open relationship. Circling back to that whole fear thing from earlier in the episode, when I think about the connection that I have with Raf, there's a lot of fear of being in an open relationship with him because the more I get to know him, the more I fall for him. And the more I fall for him, the more it freaks me out at the thought of him being with other people. What if he likes them better than me? What if he falls for someone instead? What if I get hurt? What will I even tell people that I'm in an open relationship? What would my friends think? Actually, what will my friends think? What would you say if I told you I was in an open relationship? Um, I would say that's a bit different. Um, hey, how the fuck have you not told me already? Yeah, that, that's that's different. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'd say anything straight away, but I'd probably have a few more questions. I feel like I would, I think it's cool and I'd be interested and I'd want to know everything about it, but I'd be kind of worried that you were doing it for the wrong reasons. And I guess my main concern would be that I don't want you to get fucked over. I don't know, as long as you were happy, I guess, um, and you were comfortable with that. Like knowing you, I don't know if you'd be able to love multiple people at one time. Or like, I don't know, I just would want to know how, you, how it was going to work, if it was just sexual if it was dating more than one person, yeah. I'm all for it. I'm trying to do this thing where I don't judge people, so I wouldn't want to make a judgment if you told me that you weren't. It's cool if, if it makes you happy. My opinion, well, what I know from open relationships always kind of just ends with people getting hurt. I adore my friends, but I had a feeling that that's maybe the way that that answer with a little bit of hesitation, a little bit of confusion, with a little bit of surprise and maybe even a little bit of fear. Well, I've realised a lot of this talk of open relationships keeps coming back to fear, doesn't it? Fear for me, fear that I might be taken advantage of, fear that as a friend they might have to help me pick up the pieces of my heart soon because it's bound to end badly. I wonder if any of them my intelligent, emotionally open, woke friends have also questioned the relationship status quo. Have the people closest to me also considered being in an open relationship before? No. <laughs> no, I'm a chicken shit. I haven't got balls like you. Um, well, I can't even get into a relationship, so probably not. <laughs> um, I think I need to work on just getting into one first before I before I try multiple ones. I'm just too much of a sook. My jealousy levels would be out of control. Like, I, I think I would just get too jealous. That's just me. I don't think it's for me. I think I'm, oh, possessive sounds fucked, but I think I'm just a bit too jealous for that kind of thing. Not very good at sharing. Not very good at sharing lovers and not very good at sharing their feelings with me in those conversations you just heard either. It was a really interesting experience to speak to my mates about this because although we have such an open dialogue and speak about just about everything, it struck me 
when we were recording that we'd never spoken about that. At times, it even felt a little awkward. People are uncomfortable talking about this topic. Even people I'm never uncomfortable with, I feel uncomfortable with. It's kind of unsettling. Which I can understand because chats like the ones with my friends, like people on the street, like with Raf, maybe even this podcast as you listen to it, it might challenge you. It might make you question something that you've always taken as a given. It challenges me sitting here recording this because I can feel these ideas starting to rock the foundations of everything that I've come to believe about one of the most important parts of human life, our relationships. Even after all the research I've started to do myself on trying to understand different ways to relate to somebody that you love, I still don't feel like everyone's on the same page with the basics. There's a lot of conflicting info and opinions about what an open relationship actually is. So I feel like maybe it's time to really go back to the beginning, as in like, what actually is an open relationship? Underneath an open relationship, you create what it is. Sexologist, relationship expert and author Dr Nikki Goldstein is here to make sure we're all on the same page about what an open relationship actually is. For a lot of people there is that fear of actually saying to people I'm in an open relationship because if someone is outside of that world they just might think it's a free-for-all that you and your partner run around and whoever hits on you you go for it. I kind of see this cycle where there's a fear of telling people that you're in an open relationship because of those negative associations, but also there is this confusion as to what it exactly is. So then an open relationship is exactly that. It's open. It is a freedom and a flexibility and a space to create a relationship construct that suits you. Yeah. And I think this is where people who are not in open relationships get it confused because if you are in a monogamous relationship or say you're even married, you're constructing a relationship that is based on someone else's rules, laws, a way of life. You haven't come up with that. And that's the thing with an open relationship. It's up to you to construct how that works specifically, how many partners that you take on, how you date other people, how you have sex with other people. So that's where I think it's a sometimes can be a lot more daunting for people because they have to really tap into what it is that they want and how they want it instead of going to that mode of monogamy, which is kind of in a way easier because it's just something that's been laid out prior for us. There's so much more communication and also soul searching involved to work out, well, how is this going to work for you and your partner in a way that doesn't cross a boundary, but also provides the fulfillment that you desire by exploring this world? It sounds challenging and difficult and fucking incredible. The the freedom and the flexibility of creating something from scratch that is completely unique to you and your partner and your relationship is really exciting to me. So I'm on board. The person I'm dating is on board. How do you start actualizing a relationship like this? Like what is Open Relating 101? Is there something that you need to do when stepping into this space for the first time? Well, the irony is, is it exactly what you need to be doing in an open relationship is exactly what you should be doing in a monogamous one. And um, people in monogamous relationships don't do it enough. And that is communication because you need to be having all these conversations with your partner around what it is that you both want, what you're fearful of, what you're excited about, 
there's all these hypothetical situations that I think you have to run through with your partner as to how you both feel about it. Because if there is some form of an insecurity or a fear that comes up, you need to flesh that out. So, you know, one of the most important things when you are exploring an open relationship is that you need to discuss boundaries first. You need to actually have those conversations around what is a boundary for you, what is a boundary for your partner, and also why. I think it's important to understand the boundary in order for it to be there because if you're not connected to it, that's where you might cross the boundary and not fully understand what the emotional consequences could be. Boundaries. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. And I'm totally on board. But I don't even know if Raf is someone I'm technically in a relationship with. So rocking up to his house to discuss partner boundaries when I don't even know if he consider me his partner kind of feels like a lot. In the time that we've been dating, I haven't really felt much need to have a heap of dialogue around titles. You know, the dreaded, what are we? conversation. Instead, we've kind of just been leaning into the doing, doing what feels good, which at the moment is each other. Oh, yeah. Where am I going? Oh, shit. Um, I'm on my way to Raf's house now to record some stuff for this podcast idea that I've got about open relationships. Um, and this would be the first time that we've done this. <laughs> We've recorded together. Um, It's a pretty foreign concept, really, to be kind of just meeting and getting to know somebody when you've got butterflies already every time you see them to then, I don't know, knowing that the time, the next time you're about to see them is when you're going to put a microphone in their face and ask them about how they feel about you and relationships in general. So um, anyway, I guess that this first chat that we record today, well, this is just my idea anyway. Like, to be honest, I don't even know if we're going to use any of this or if it'll fucking work. But um, this first idea or this first chat that we record will be Raf kind of introducing himself and explaining what our conversation has been up to until this point of knowing him and also what our relationship is I guess (laughs) which that's the scary part because we have never had this conversation ourselves like IRL I yeah the thought of discussing boundaries is already intense when you first start like seeing somebody and dating them you're a bit like what are we? What is this? You know, are we exclusive? Are we, you know, like we've, like when he describes me to his friends, what does he describe me as? Like a chick he's seeing, his girlfriend, his partner, or does he not like talk about me at all to his friends? Like, I don't know. I don't know any of these questions. So I think that in itself is already quite an intense experience let alone discussing all of those things for the first time with a microphone in your face, recording the entire exchange. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Like I have an entire car full of microphones and recording gear and I want to document how we met, which I feel fucking creepy about, kind of. Like, 
Um, anyway. <clears throat> oh, shit, I think that we're here. Am I here? Oh, yep. This is his house. I've been here before, but... Oh. My... F- yeah, my... I can feel my heart. It's in my throat. <clears> throat> oh, I need to breathe. I need to breathe because I need to carry all this gear into his house. On, uh, honestly, I, on the drive over, I was kind of expecting a text from him being like, hey, this is intense. Oh, I bet he's got no idea what he fucking signed up for. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Good. Um, so I've got a bit of stuff. Right. Um, that's just one. Oh, that's heavy. That's yeah. a lot. Okay. <laughs> I've got another bag in the car, actually, of stuff. Okay, do you want to go get it? Um, no, no, uh, yeah, sorry, I've got quite a bit. Um, I'll just go get the microphone stands. (laughs) 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 What have I signed up for? I've got to talk quietly because Raph's just gone to the bathroom um, and I'm recording this on my phone. So um, we've set up the microphone gear ahead of... (laughs) episode one recording with Raph I'm feeling so nervous like I'm feeling like I want to chicken out asking him these questions now I'm rethinking this entire podcast idea I'm rethinking being in a fucking open relationship in some capacity because I'm like I don't know what I'm doing okay he's coming back okay gotta be quiet (laughs) okay All right, I'm pretty sure that's recording and these are on. Great. Okay, cool. Were you just recording when I was in the bathroom? <laughs> Did you hear that? Well, I heard muffling. <laughs> no. Yes. No, I was just recording that I was like quite nervous if that's not clear. You're nervous. I didn't <laughs> I don't even know what we're talk- about to start talking about. <laughs> well, now I'm nervous. Should I be nervous? Um, no, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be nervous. But I'm nervous and I'm nervous for lots of reasons because um, <clears throat> mainly of this first question that I want to ask you and I will just cut right to the chase here because we've been talking a lot about open relationships I guess kind of like since we met in quite general terms and about being in an open relationship but we never actually talk about it specifically as in you and me being in one and like what that kind of looks like so um I don't know I feel sometimes I'm kind of like talking in code uh, and decoding our conversations and and um and being scared to ask you because it seems like a bit of a a waste of time to think about being in an open relationship with you if I'm not even sure if I'm in a relationship with you. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, so what are you asking exactly? Um, so, like, am I someone that you would even say that you are in a relationship with? <laughs> 
wow, okay. Um... Next time on episode two of Opened. But I probably would ask, like, are you doing it for the wrong reasons? I'm falling so hard for an incredible person right now. And a huge part of me is pulled towards monogamy. We like each other. We. <laughs> Awkward. Why are you uh, blushing? Huh? Why are you blushing? <laughs> If you liked this episode of Opened, subscribe to make sure you don't miss the next one. And if you're feeling it, leave us a review on iTunes. It'll help open up this series to way more people. And if you're still looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Opened Podcast.